Well, hello and good evening. This is Lisa Boldo and I want to welcome you to Victorious Life TV. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited to be here with you tonight. And I believe that our time together tonight is going to bless you so much. I've been in prayer for the last hour and, you know, it's, I just want to thank you because it's an honor for me to have you join me, you know, and take time out of your schedule to come and learn and see what the Lord has for you. So, you know, it's good that you're here because in the Bible says in Proverbs 19:15 that intelligent people are always ready to learn right? Their ears are open for knowledge. So I just want to say, I'm so glad that you're here with me tonight. We're going to spend maybe, you know, about the next 30 minutes together or so, and it's going to be awesome. So I want to open with a prayer. Father God, in Jesus' name, right now, Lord, I come before you, and Father, I pray that as I open my mouth tonight, Lord, and I already prayed this, but just be in agreement with me, you know, you who are watching, Father, I pray that just even as I open my mouth tonight, Lord, that you would fill it. Lord, that they would see only you. They would see me only as your vessel, Lord, but your words coming forth. And Father, I pray that this message will go out and bless the multitudes because that is what you've called me to do. And so again, I just want to thank you for being with me tonight. I want to say hello. You know, I just want to say hello to all of you. I'm not going to take the time to go through. I see, you know, you jumping on and I appreciate you. And so we're going to dive right in. But I'm really excited about tonight because the message tonight, the topic is how the power of God can flow in your life 24-7. Yes, it's true. You know what? Even the book I wrote, you know, a few years back, it's about you can live in victory 24-7. Doesn't mean you'll never have a bad day, but you'll know how to get through it. So this is something that many people have no idea how the power of God can be flowing continually in their lives 24-7, but it's the truth. And so I'm going to give you a lot of scripture tonight, but I believe that you're going to get understanding and that's what you need. You know, the Bible says in all you're getting, get understanding because when the light comes on, it's a, it, it just lights the path. You know, the word of God is a light. It's a lamp unto your feet. It lights your path. So the Lord gave me the most powerful revelation earlier this week, just as I was about to jump on uh, a call with someone. And this revelation came about 15 minutes before that. And I'm going to share that with you tonight. It was awesome. So the Lord showed me, you know, and I've said this before, but, but when Jesus said the words, it is finished, he accomplished everything that you and I would ever need to live victoriously, to have an abundant life, to have just everything that he died, you know, everything that was his became ours, right? Because we are co-heirs with him, co-heirs. That means everything that belonged to him now belongs to us. He gave it to us. Oh my gosh, Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Ah, isn't that good news? So awesome. So Jesus accomplished everything that would ever, ever need to be done. So when you are asking the Lord for something, you know, just for example, you're like, Lord, you know, heal me. The Lord isn't going to come down and just do it again. He already did it. So this is what God showed me. You know, it's 
Again, like the law of gravity, I have to go back to this because this was so significant. When the Lord showed me um, the law of gravity, okay, it's a universal law, which means it works the same for everybody all the time. This is a building. This is you. You step off the building, psh, what's happening? You're going down. The law of gravity, it's a law. It's a spiritual law, actually, because God is the one that put it there. Nobody can really explain it. Nobody can explain it. God put it there. And the Lord said to me, it is the same exact thing with spiritual law. So when Jesus said it is finished, the law was already put in place. That means that when Jesus becomes your Lord and you speak the word of the word of God to something, it is going forth. It is going to accomplish what it was set to do. So let me just see, because I have some notes here and I don't want to go off on a tangent. I want to stay on point, but Oh my gosh. So again, like the law of gravity, the law of the power of God is already in place. It's already here for us. So how do you release that power? How do you get it to where the Lord is, his power is working in your life 24 seven. Okay. You ready for this? Your words, get a hold of your mouth. When you line up your words to agree with God, you automatically set forth his power in your life and God should this is what the Lord said to me well because the client that I was speaking getting ready to speak with the Lord gave me a message for her and told me to tell her get a hold of your words because there's a lot of different directions I could have gone you know with her but the Lord gave me a message specifically for her but it's for all of us and he said tell her to get a hold of her mouth because when you get a hold of your words it will transform your entire life. I'm telling you, your words have power. Your words have power. You know, death and life is in the power of the tongue. Okay, so, so here's another thing. Even people who aren't saved, who don't know the Lord, okay, death and life is in the power of the tongue. It is a law. It is a spiritual law that whether you know the Lord or not, you are releasing life or death with your words. This is why it is crucial to have Jesus as your Lord and have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you and to learn this word, the word of God. Because if you don't know it, you're going to be led by your five senses and then you're, you're, you're not going to know how to fight when the enemy comes against you. And then you'll be like, what's going on? So this is why people who don't even know the Lord can, can, I say prophesy something, which means you're speaking something, okay? Self-fulfilling prophecies. You know, I heard of a young man going back a while, and, and I've heard this several times throughout, well, yeah. I say several times, but in different situations throughout my life. There was a young man going back like 20 years ago, and this young man uh, had purchased, um, he bought a red Mustang, and I heard that he told a friend of his, I'm going to kill myself in this thing because it's so fast. He didn't know what he was saying, but when he released those words, part of him believed that that could happen. Guess what? It happened. And it happened almost immediately when he got the car. And I just, you know, oh, I understood a time later when I understood, you know, the power of your words, how this happened. So my whole point is spiritual law. Your words have everything to do with and your agreement, right? Your words have everything to do with 
what you're going to get in your life. Oh my gosh, this is so, so true. Your words have power. Your words have power. Your words have power. Please don't forget this. Mark eleven twenty three. you're going to have what you say when you believe what you say, right? When your heart and your mind are in agreement, you're going to speak from that place and you're going to have what you say, good or bad. Ah, so I wanted to give you, um, this was pretty awesome, but uh, last week, um, actually it was my husband's um, secretary, I got um, permission to use her testimony, but she called me on the phone and she said, Lisa, she was kind of in a panic because she had this lump that just showed up on her thumb and it was causing her a lot of pain, a lot of angst, you know? And she called me on the phone and she said, can you come down and look at this? She goes, it, it hurts and you know, it just showed up out of nowhere and I wanna know if you think I should go to the hospital. This is what she said to me. So I went down there, I looked at it and yeah, it was it was a lump, literally, you know, on her thumb and she didn't mean to touch, it was very painful. And I said to her, Karen, I said, this Oh my gosh, it's easy. You know, I remind, I actually told her the story. Uh, she hadn't heard the story of my husband, how he had the lump on his neck the size of a quarter on St. Patrick's Day. I'm not going to repeat the story, but if you didn't see that, go back and watch the first episode of The Victorious Life on April 20th where I told the story. But in any event, I told her the story about how we spoke to that thing and in seven days it was completely gone gone. I'm telling you, this is the truth. Okay. And people just don't put enough emphasis on their words. And I know that some of you watching, you know, the power of your words, you know, what I'm talking about is true. So anyway, I had her, I, I told her, I said, you need to repent for coming into the agreement with the spirit of fear because you know, this thing hurt. I mean, she was like, should I go to the hospital? You know, she's thinking it could be cancer. It could be, she didn't know what it, what it was, right? So in any event, um, and she may even be watching the broadcast, but I did get her permission to tell her story. So anyway, she repented for coming into agreement with that thing. And then I took authority because I know my authority in Christ. I am here on this earth to represent Christ. And in order to represent him well, it isn't just a matter of, you know, preaching. We got to come with demonstration the time of just talking is over. People don't want to just hear that. They want to know, listen, if you're the real deal and you're representing Jesus, then you, you need to represent him in all his fullness, right? We've got to know what the word says. And so I spoke to that thing. I, come, I cursed the seed and the root of that thing, and I commanded it to shrivel up and die to nothingness in Jesus name. And I said, and we want to see the manifestation like Jesus saw with the fig tree. So anyway, a couple days ago, this was a week ago, uh, about a week ago, a couple days ago, I think it was Tuesday. She, she texted me or something. She said, ha ha ha. The thing is like done. And so I went down, I took a look. Oh my gosh. The thing shriveled up to just about nothing. I am telling you the truth. And I told her, I said, Karen, you know what? The beautiful thing is it works the same way, whether it's cancer, whether it's anything that doesn't belong to you. Okay, because listen, if Jesus Christ is your Lord, listen, anything that is, um, 
any, any symptom of sickness or disease, it doesn't belong to you. It doesn't belong to you. You gotta know that you have authority because if you don't know that you have authority, the enemy is gonna feed you lies and tell you you're gonna die and there's nothing you can do about it and it's lies, lies, lies because Jesus died so that you could do something about it, okay? And Jesus, okay, this is so good. Oh my gosh. Jesus isn't going to come down from his throne and do it for you. He already did it. And he said in Luke 10, 19, I have given you all power and authority over the devil, over the enemy. Use that authority and nothing will by in any means harm you. You've got to use your authority. You've got to, you've got to. Okay. And so I love, 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 love Isaiah 55, 11. It's Old Testament, but this is what God said, and it's so powerful. He said, I send out my word, and it always produces fruit. What is fruit? It's results, right? I send out my word, and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere I send it. Listen. You are now on this earth to represent the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ represented Father God perfectly, right? If you've seen Jesus, you've seen the Father. He was the perfect representation of God the Father. And God is a good Father. Maybe your earthly father hasn't been such a great father. You know what? Okay, this is, I'm going off here, but this is for somebody. I have, I've had a lot of people, um, you know, commenting about, that they feel rejected, that, listen, man did not give you your acceptance. Your acceptance comes from God. Jesus was totally rejected. He was crucified. He was, let me tell you something. They show him with a little cloth around, you know, his bottom. No, he didn't even have that on. They shamed him. They tried to do everything he could. They reject, they could, they rejected him. They ripped the beard from his face. They spit on him. They punched him. Crown of thorns. Ah! Are you kidding me? He took it all so that you could be completely free and live in abundance with peace and joy and happiness. Oh my gosh. Okay. So if Jesus is your Lord, you have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. And it's, let me tell you something, it's crucial to have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you because if you don't, before you were born again, I'm, you know, for those of you who are born again, and for those of you who aren't, we're going to get you born again at the end, if that's what you want. So in any event, it's crucial to have the Holy Spirit. And if you're not born again, then you know, you can curse like a trucker and you won't think, you won't even think twice about it. I remember those days. Yes. Yes. My mouth was not pure. Okay. And so, hey, look, I just got to be transparent, right? Come on. Before we knew the Lord, we were living by our five senses, whatever, look good, feel good, smell good, taste good, uh, right? And so the point is, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, if you're not born again, you don't have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you, you will do whatever your flesh wants to do and you won't think twice about it. It may not even bother you, right? It won't even bother your conscience. I, hey, look, when I was younger, I would curse. I would curse like a trucker sometimes, and I never thought twice about it. Didn't care, right? 
oh my gosh, but after I asked Jesus to come into my heart, right? And after you ask Jesus to come into your heart and be the Lord of your life and to take over because you want his goodness for, for, for the, you know, in exchange for the, the junk and the destruction, maybe that you've been walking in. I know that's what I wanted, right? I wanted his ways instead of my own because my own weren't working out too good for me, you know? So the whole point is once, if you, once you make Jesus the Lord of your life, now the next step is you got to renew your mind with the word of God. You've got to learn what that word says and renew your mind, meaning make your thoughts new. You got to make your thoughts, you know, agree with this word. Because if you look at it and you're like, mm, you know what? If you keep going off on your own way, you're going to keep getting the same results that you got before. But if you really meant it when you asked Jesus to come in and be the Lord of your life, boom, Holy Spirit comes in. Your spirit is made new. We can't explain how that works. It's a spiritual law. It's something that God does because he loves you. Okay? So the Holy Spirit comes in. And now if you don't make your thoughts new and renew your mind with the word of God, now whenever sin tempts you, now you've got, now you're conflicted. Because your mind wants to do the sin and your heart's going, eh, I probably shouldn't do that. Now you've got conflict, right? Where before, before you were saved and you didn't have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you, you could do whatever and not think twice about it. But now it's different. And now you feel conflicted. But if you agree with the word and you get into agreement and alignment with this word, oh, your whole life is going to change. You're going to learn the authority that you have. You are going to have this peace, this joy, this, let me tell you something. And you'll start wanting to tell other people about Jesus. But make sure that you learn the word. And don't try to give advice from your own opinion. Always say, you know, let me show you in the word where it says this or that. Okay? So that's going to be really, really important. Okay. Let's see. Um, uh, let's see. I'm going to give you guys some scriptures now. This is so cool. Jesus said in John 15, 26, The Holy Spirit will teach you everything. And will remind you of everything I've told you. So guess what happens when you read the word of God, right? And then you're going about your stuff. The Holy Spirit reminds you of what that word said. Ah, it's so cool so that you can go in that path or you get a thought. Maybe it's a dart from the enemy. It's a lie. You just read in God's word where it said the opposite. You catch that thought and you go, no, in Jesus name, that's a lie. Lord, your word says you know, I am victorious. I am the righteousness of God. And you speak that out loud, boom, that devil will hightail it out of there. He's like, mm, can't get them right now. He'll wait for a more opportune time to come back. Yeah, and thanks for posting the scripture up there. And then in John 14, 16, Jesus said, the Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth, right? That the Holy Spirit would lead you into all truth, not some truth, not a little bit of truth, not here and there truth, all truth, right? You, so you can't even really know or understand the truth without the Holy Spirit. You know, and here's the thing. The world can't receive the Holy Spirit if they're not looking for him. They don't recognize him because they're not looking for him. But you do know him. If you're born again and the Holy Spirit has come in in your spirit, you might not feel like he's there because maybe you haven't been renewing your mind with the word. This is so important. Okay, in order to live in victory, you've got to feed 
your spirit the Word of God every single day. Do you know spiritual food is the Word of God? It is more important even than physical food. And how much sometimes do we, oh my gosh, we eat so much physical food sometimes and that we don't even need, right? And we need to be doing that with the Word of God. I need to get in the Word more. I'm telling you, the Lord's got me next in the book of Mark. He's just showing me like the next thing is I'm going to gobble. I'm going to mm, get into the book of Mark. There's all the suddenlies and the healings. And I know it's because of what he's called me to. And there's going to be so much more revelation flowing that I will be sharing with you. So can't wait for that. But you know, if you aren't born again and you, or even if you are born again, but you're not and, and for those of you who may not know what born again means, I did a video on it. It's maybe a 12-minute video a few weeks back. Go a few weeks back. Just go into my Facebook page, click on videos, and just look for that. It is so powerful, and you will totally understand what it means to be born again and why it's so powerful and why you want want to make sure that you are. Okay, but here's the thing. If you're born again, Jesus is your Lord, but you don't renew your mind, what's going to happen is your mind is going to dominate what everything you do, just like before you were saved, and there's going to be conflict, but here's the problem. When your mind dominates because it doesn't understand the word, and then a sickness shows up, or a symptom, or a lump, or something, or a loved one, you know, passes or they're really sick, you don't know what to stand on. There's no hope. You don't even know what to stand on. You don't know how to fight. You don't know your authority. Ugh. You've got to know your authority. Ugh. And so then, you know, you're going to start saying things in agreement with your mind that's not lined up with the word. And then you're going to start seeing things in your life that you don't want to see, right? You're going to bring things into being that you don't want to see. So this is, this is why it's so important. If you listen or you read the word of God every day and you let it take root, let it take root and say, Holy Spirit, let this word take root in my heart, in my spirit, in my mind, in, in every part of me. Let this word take root and just grow in me. You know, I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit will do that because that's in line with God's will. Ah, he wants you to know him. He wants you to know, you know, Jesus Christ. You need to know Jesus. Oh my gosh, you need to know Jesus. Okay. Okay. Then you'll start having, you know, living a victorious life. You'll have peace. You'll have joy. You'll have great relationships. You're going to have, you know, all the things that you want that you've ever wanted you're going to have because the Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth and he'll show you and he'll guide you and he'll show you, don't go this way, go this way, right? Stay on the, stay, stay on the path, stay on the path. And here's the thing, when you're in agreement, when you're in full agreement with the Lord, his power is working in your life continually. That was the revelation that he gave me earlier this week. I was like, Wow, I know about agreement. This was huge. And remember, you know, when you're living that victorious life, it's attractive. People want to know, like, why are you so happy? What do you have? And it's not based on, you know, what's going on over here, over there, you know. I mean, it's just, listen, life happens 
Jesus said, in this world, you're going to have tribulation. He said, but rejoice because I've overcome the world. Okay, so there's things that are going to happen. I'm not saying that, you know, every day is going to be just a walk in the park. Sure, you're going to have to deal with things, but you will deal with them. You will go through the fire. You won't get stuck there and burned up and, you know, destroyed, right? That's what the enemy wants for you. He wants to keep you away from this with everything he's got. He will throw every lie at you to say, you don't need that. That doesn't work. Look at so-and-so. They just died yesterday. Look at you. Yeah, God. What God? Lie, 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 lie. Oh, my goodness. Ugh. Okay. Okay. I'm just passionate. I'm not yelling at you. I'm just really passionate. Okay. And just remember, too, when you start, you know, um, living that victorious life and you line your thoughts up and you start speaking the word and you start seeing all these great things happen, you're going to get persecution. Okay. The victorious life comes with persecution. Remember this, okay? So you can live victoriously and get persecuted, people, right? Remember, people didn't give you your acceptance. God did. People didn't die on the cross for you. Jesus did, okay? Because he loves you. God thought that your life and my life was worth the death of his son. That's how much he loves you. I don't know about you, but I don't know that I could put my son on a cross. I don't think I could. I couldn't. But Jesus, God did it. Jesus went willingly for you and me. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's how much he loves you. You know, just remember, you can live in victory with persecution, or you could keep your mouth closed and just keep being in agreement with the devil. I better not open my mouth because then the devil will attack me. He's going to attack anyway. Okay? He's going to attack anyway. He will attack your, you, your family members, your dog, your cat. He will attack everything that's important to you because he hates you. He wants to see you destroyed. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, right? But Jesus, John 10, 10, came to give you life and life more abundantly. You have to choose. You have to choose. Remember Luke 10, 19, Jesus has given you all authority over the enemy, all authority, all, not some, all. I love it. So first John, first John four seventeen says as he, Jesus, as he is, so are we in this world. You know what? When Jesus was here on the earth, right? The Bible says as he is, as he is, well, he is alive right now as he is, uh, as he is in this world. So are we. And he said in John 14, 12, that the works that he did greater works will you and I do because he went to be with the father. Listen, Jesus said this. We know that every word that came from him was truth. It's truth. Everything that the Holy Spirit reveals to you, it's truth. Okay, so can you speak to a sickness? It might take some time, but you're going to see that thing start to reverse? Absolutely, if you don't agree with something else. I'm not saying it. The Word of God says it, right? Oh my gosh, you have authority. Luke 10, 19. Jesus isn't going to come down and do it for you. He said, you do it. You do it. You release it and my power will... Uh, his power is... It's all, remember, it's already done. It's already in place, just like the law of gravity. And it will work the same way for everybody all the time. If you know your authority, you got to know who you are. I, you know, 
We always hear, you got to know who you are in Christ. I said, know who Christ is in you, right? You've stepped into Christ, but let him live through you. And when you speak, he's going to confirm his, his word with signs, right? It says so in uh, Mark 16, um, 18 and 19. Mark 16, it's Mark 16, 16 through 19, right? Jesus said, go into the world, go into all the world, preach the gospel and, you know, cast out the devils, cleanse the sick, raise the dead, you know, cleanse the leper, all of that, right? Cast out devils. He's gonna, and he worked with them confirming signs as they preached. And that's what he will do with you and me. Okay. Cause his word says so that's what he wants to do. So Remember, just like the rudder of a ship, when you release your, your words, it's going to go in one direction or another. You're going to be either in agreement with God or you're going to be in agreement with the enemy, right? You're either in agreement with one or in agreement with the enemy. And when you are in full agreement with God, I'm telling you, his power will continually be active in your life. If you speak in agreement with the enemy, the enemy, you know, God's power is like, it's, it's, it's like on hold. And then the enemy, he's getting what he wants. Don't go in that direction. Okay. This is my favorite scripture about agreement with God. John 14, 30 and 31 in the Amplified. And we're almost done. Jesus said, I will not talk with you much more for the prince um, of this world is coming and he has no claim on me. Jesus said the devil has nothing in common with me. There is nothing in me that belongs to him and he has no power over me. Okay. Remember we're joint heirs with Jesus. Do you think that we can get to a place where the devil has nothing on us? Yeah. We got to be led by the Holy Spirit and just stay in line. And the second we mess up, Lord, I repent for having come into agreement with the enemy and any spirit that opposes your word. Boom. And you're back in right standing with God and you're on the path again. I'm telling you, that's all you have to do. And mean it with your whole heart, obviously. Okay, verse 31. Jesus said, but Satan is coming. And he said, I do as the Father has commanded me so that the world may know, right, that I love the Father and that I only do what the Father has instructed me to do. We need to do that. We need to do what Jesus has instructed us to do. And then it says in the Amplified, Jesus said, I act in full agreement with his orders. Full agreement full agreement. And Jesus, I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit gave me that revelation earlier this week and said, when you walk in full agreement with me, my power will continually be active in your life. I almost, oh my gosh, I almost fell out of my chair. I, I, I was just so blown away. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit gives you these type of revelations. And then, you know what? We are out of time. Um, all right. So the last thing I'm going to say to you is, ah, this is so good. Jesus said, I'm the vine, you're the branches, because this is what we can do. He said, those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do what? Nothing, right? Apart from Jesus, we can do nothing. Then verse seven, but if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you can ask for anything you want and it will be granted. Why? Because you're asking in agreement with what God says, right? 
And then he says, when you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my father. Don't you want to bring great glory and joy to the father, right? Then Jesus goes on to say in verse 17, love one another. Love one another. That's what we need to do. We need to love each other. Forgive each other. You know, I'm just saying, you're going to see people healed. As you are in full agreement with God, I'm telling you, you got to know your authority. Read Luke 10, 19. Read these verses. Read the book of Mark. You know, because the same things that Jesus did, he's given you authority to do the same and greater. He said, because he goes to be with his father. Oh my goodness. I'm telling you, remember to get a hold of your mouth. This is key. Absolute key to living the victorious life. Your words are super powerful. They're powerful. They're powerful. Oh, you're going to remember this. Your words. And some people will say, oh, you know, you're too much. It doesn't have to be all that, you know, with the words. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I'm telling you, I've had many people, even in my own family, recognize that words are so powerful. And now it's like, well, watch what you say. Watch what you come into agreement with, you know. So I'd, I'd want to conclude with this. If you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, let's do that right now. Okay? And remember, if you are saved, the Bible calls us saints, not sinners. But before, you know, you ask Jesus to come in, you know, be the Lord of your life, before you're born again, you are a sinner, right? And so um, just say this out loud. I'm going to lead you into a prayer. And just repeat after me. Mean it with your whole heart. Jesus knows if you mean it. Okay? And... I'm excited for you. Yay. So just say out loud. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I believe that you died on the cross and paid for my sins forever. And I believe that God the Father raised you again on the third day. I know you are alive now and live forever. I ask you, Lord Jesus, to come into my heart now and change my life forever. I ask you to be my Lord and Savior. Jesus, in your holy name I pray. Amen and amen. So, woo, welcome to the family of God. Yay! Now, your next step, you got to renew your mind with the Word of God. You know, I suggest getting an easy-to-read Bible like the NLT, New Living Translation. There are others, the New Century Version. Um, I think it's the NCV. Um, it's great to have the, the new King James, uh, the amplified, it's great to have different versions. And the good thing is you could get one, you know, I, I definitely recommend a tangible Bible for sure. And then you could Google your, on your smartphone, you know, if you want to see another translation of something, maybe the amplified of what does it say in the amplified of what I'm reading right here, you know, so you get a deeper understanding. So that's important. I also wanted to mention quick before we go that, um, on my website, I have um, a little, I have a, my actual, my brand new website just launched on Friday. So you can check it out at uh, www.lisabuldo.com. So it's lisabuldo.com. And I have for you a free mini ebook. It's like five pages, I think, and an audio of a, rev a divine revelation of healing that God had given me um, a while back. And it was just awesome. 
So I put it together in just a little mini uh, ebook. And of course, I've released even more Revelation, and there's a lot more coming, but you can pick that up for free, and I know it will bless you. And this way, you'll be on my e-newsletter list, and I can keep you updated on what's happening. So if you'd like that, feel free to go to the website, check it out, and I'm just... I'm so thrilled that you joined me tonight. Make sure you share the broadcast with someone else. If this has blessed you, share it on your on your profile or your page, and let's get the word out. You know, my assignment is to bless the multitudes, and if there's any of you out there who, you know, maybe um, I do offer private uh, prophetic uh, breakthrough sessions, um, it is for a fee because, you know, God told me to do this. You know, I've been um, a health coach for so long, but it's really health, life. But now I primarily do spiritual um, mentoring and coaching. Um, but it's, I do offer, right now I'm offering simply prophetic private breakthrough sessions for those of you who want a one-on-one -on -one with me. If you're stuck, if you're, you know, feeling um, like you need help, you know, God shows me things quite a lot and I'd love to help you if that's something that, that you'd like to do. You can check that out on the website and I look forward to seeing you again next Thursday, but I'll see you before that because I've got more Facebook Lives coming and I just want to say God bless you. If Jesus is your Lord, you're already blessed, Ephesians 1-3. And thank you for joining me tonight. Can't wait to go back, read your comments. Let me know how this has blessed you tonight. Maybe what stood out to you the most. And even what, you wanna, what you'd like to know more about. Okay? All right. I love you in Jesus. And I will talk with you again real soon. You guys are amazing. All right. Have a wonderful night. All right. God bless you. Bye.